your marriage feels more like The Walking Dead than Sleepless in Seattle, it's time for the Legendary Marriage Podcast. We're your hosts, Danielle and Justin Williams, and we know that marriage is hard work. And we believe it can be an adventure full of laughter, fun, and building a connection that lasts. So we're on a mission to inspire and challenge you to live the adventure of a legendary marriage. This is Season 1, Episode 14 of the Legendary Marriage Podcast. Happy New Year. Welcome to 2017. We hope you had a great holiday. Let's get to today's show. Man, I'm super excited to be back on the airwaves. And you know what? It feels like I was just listening to our intro. I sound like... I'm like 16 in there. <laughs> like, I think I've aged like quadruple time in like the last six months. You look better to me than you ever have, <laughs> darling. I, I think you are the most beautiful, wonderful woman I have ever uh, married in my entire life. Wow. That's just really hit you right in the heart. Yeah. It's super amazing. Yeah, it does feel like forever ago that we recorded. Well, we intro. took like, how long did we take out? Like three weeks? For the holiday? Uh, well, we, we had one recorded and we pushed that out. So it's been about three weeks since we recorded an episode. Yeah. I feel like it's that like first day of school where you're like kind of nervous again and yeah. you're like, what am I going to do? Yeah. Do we remember how to do this? Am I going to go to school naked? And then when I go to take off my coat, I forgot all my clothes and then... Exam? What exam? <laughs> what exam? Wait, I can't even get to school. That's always my dream. I it's missed like, the bus. Yeah, my dream is always like, no matter how hard I try, I can't like actually get to school on time. Yeah. And then it's like, once I get there, I forgot to put my clothes on. Yeah. <sighs> um, now that I said that, I'm going to have that dream tonight. And yeah. I am not looking forward to that. <laughs> yeah, that's but having the dream tonight's better than actually having it be a reality tomorrow. <laughs> That's true. But you know what? I mean, we've we've uh, not talked about a lot in the last few weeks. We've had yeah. Christmas. We've had New Year's. Yeah. And Christmas, man, we um, traveled cross country. We went back to Ohio to visit our family. Again, just can't keep them we traveling. are a sucker for a road do, do, trip. Do, do, do. But you know what's a beautiful thing, too, is both of our girls now. I know this is real parent of the year <laughs> stuff. But I know what you're going to say. Is that they will both watch, put their little headphones on and watch movies pretty much the entire trip for the most I part have, yeah. i have friends that are like so how do you go on road trips without having them watch tv the whole time i'm like why would you do that <laughs> <laughs> now to be to be clear we we don't like literally they don't watch tv for 20 hours but 19. But no, it's not even that. <laughs> it's it's just, it's a matter they of... They sleep a lot, too. They sleep a lot. They watch <laughs> shows. We snack. We sing songs and tell jokes. We listen to a lot of whining. Not as much as if we didn't have a TV. But not as much as if we didn't <laughs> have a TV in the car. I'm sorry, but that was... It was I, priceless, I, really. They're thinking for the for the guys. Like it was like a date night for us. It for was. Like two we had days. so much great windshield time, just talking and planning and and dreaming together and checking in around what's going on in life and our hearts and everything. It was fantastic. And then once we got up north, there was snow. 
So snow, 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 snow. Okay, we're horrible at that. Why do we even? Do I was that? doing good. I sounded good. I okay. sounded good. Okay, our listeners can weigh in on that. But um, Christmas with snow is so much. It's it's idyllic, really. And so Allie had this thought in her mind. She's five. And like she reads these books about like, oh, there's snow at Christmas time and, you know, all this stuff. But in Texas, it's just not a reality. It's not, yeah. it doesn't happen here. And not in central Texas. No. no, not near Austin. And so when we got up there, she was so excited to go sledding. And your mom has got an ideal snow hill in her backyard. And now it's funny because... It's the bunny slopes. I know. I mean, Toledo's pretty much flat, but there happens to be, you know, creeks and ravines here and there. So, you know, there's a so hill or two. you you took our daughter sledding in a ditch. Kind of. It was more like a water retention area, I'm pretty sure. But... Yeah, I mean, it's a nice ditch. It's a nice ditch. And... Um, she loved it and we made a snowman and, you know, she could not get enough of sledding. Like if it were up to her, we would have sledded. We'd still be out there. 24 seven. Yeah. Well, after like two or three days, it melted. So that was a little sad, but, um, but then. What about Caroline? Well, you were inside helping your mom with some projects and then Caroline was in with you and no. Well, anyway, she was like pretty much crying the whole time. Allie was so excited to go sledding. And Caroline, she didn't like when the little like specks of snow hit you in the face when you were going down the hill. And I was like, oh, honey, that's going to rob you on so much joy if you can't tolerate that. Like, (laughs) just... But really, she was pretty much crying, and you made her sled down with you a couple times. Yeah, we bundled her up and covered her face and put goggles on her and everything, and she enjoyed it a couple times, and then she said, I done, I done. Yes, yes, she was definitely done. So it was basically Allie and I, but that was fun. Sure. And um, let's see, what else did we do that was Christmassy? (laughs) So Toledo, our our hometown, the Uh Toledo Zoo has year after year, wins this this award for the best zoo l- Christmas lights display sure. in the country. Yeah. I, I guess it's having great. lights at Christmas lights at the zoo is a popular thing everywhere. Yeah. But little Toledo, Ohio, little has has a, a, an a incredible zoo. Yes. Like they do. It, it is one of the best zoos in the country. Um but they win the you know award-winning lights display. And uh, so Danielle's parents take us. They foot the, they foot the bill for it. Yeah, they get a membership nice. to the zoo so that we can pretty go. much so that we can all go <laughs> to the lights at Christmas. And <laughs> so we go. Well, by the time we get there, we had to park so far out there because it's so busy. Yeah, so far out in the lot. By the time we you know put the girls in the wagon, by the time we got to the lights, Caroline was asleep. Yeah, like she was r- like, out, out, out like coal. Out there cold. could have been a lion roaring in her face, and yeah. she wouldn't have. Launched. She wouldn't no. have woken up. So the whole first half of the the evening, Caroline is just totally asleep. Dead weight. I mean, just completely asleep. She's asleep on top of Allie for a while, and Allie starts freaking out like, I have to get up. I can't take it anymore. I can't take it anymore. So finally, Allie gets up, and she's walking around and running around, and there's a spot to dance to music and everything. Caroline starts to kind of wake up. 
And now she's having fun, but Allie's... Allie's... She's done. She's she's, she's wiped. She's wiped out. So the second half, Allie's asleep mm-hmm. in the in the wagon, and Caroline is bouncing off the walls. It was so weird. We're like, we felt kind of bad because they definitely were not getting their money's worth as far as the whole lights display goes. But I mean, they're kids. What are you going to do? So they slept through the whole thing. Whatever. That's what I did when I was in Epcot Center and Disneyland or Disney World. Did I ever tell you about that? Uh, like what I was. Please don't tell me right now. Okay, I'll tell you later. <laughs> no, but like when I was like eight years old, when I went to Epcot Center, I had such a bad earache that I pretty much slept through two days of yeah. Disney in Epcot Center. Yeah, I, I've, I remember that story now. <clears throat> I remember that Talk story. about a waste of money. Yeah. So we had a great time uh, at the holidays. Hope that you all did too. Uh, came home and got to spend New Year's Eve with some good friends. And, you know, for the first time in uh, I don't know how many years, uh, we actually were awake at midnight in our time zone. Yeah, usually we call it midnight in New York City is perfectly and good enough. Last year, the year before, we made it to about 930 and then went to bed. Yeah, I don't even know that we did the New York City thing. You know what? I think it was the year that... Um, you were pregnant with Caroline. That what? That we just went to bed at like 9.30. Oh, probably. Yeah. Bra- blame it on the pregnant lady. <laughs> but I remember <laughs> the last I'm one. I'm not the dud. She is. Uh, the last one that I remember us actually staying up till midnight before this year was when it, when it turned the year 2000. And there was all the scare about, oh, are all the computers going to crash? The computers are all going to crash. The world's going to end and Jesus is coming back tonight. And so we had... Party like it's 1999 because tomorrow won't be. And so we had to stay up at midnight just to see if the world died. And then it didn't. And we were like, oh, we're never staying up till midnight again if the world's not going to die. Wow, that went that got dark. That got dark. Um, it did get a little dark. I'm I'm feeling a little sad right now because I'm looking at the last sip of my bottle of kombucha. Yeah, Justin's become a brew. What's it called when you're a booch master? Is that what it's oh, called? A master, no. Well, master, you're becoming, no. I'm like a Padawan. I know, but you want to become a booch master. I don't know if I want to become a oh booch master. That just sounds terrible. <laughs> That sounds terrible. Oh, I just hit another octave there. Um, I don't know if I I want to be a a, a brewmaster. Our friends and I, this was my idea for a Christmas present for Justin. I get him like supplies and a friend gave him a a bacteria scoby. You actually buy a big... Bacteria Well, that's what it is. It's a big bacteria. I know, but it sounds so weird when you say it. I know. It's a scoby. Like scoby doby doo. Yeah, and it just basically eats all the sugar in your tea. So kombucha is just fermented sweet tea, right? You put the scoby in there, and the scoby eats up all the sugar in it, and it ferments it, and it's... It's not really alcoholic, but you got to get it before it turns to vinegar. That's yeah. the key. So it's this whole idea. It's it's supposed to be good for your digestive system, your immune system, your joints, and all of that. I just think it tastes delicious. I know. I'm just I'm in it for the for the fun of just like the challenge. It's like a science experiment. It's kind yeah. of fun. Yeah. Um. Because we need one more thing to. You know, sure. look after and take care of. Now we have a scoby baby that we have to look after. <laughs> <laughs> I was joking earlier, like, okay, here's side business number four. 
let's start brewing kombucha and selling no, it. No, we're not doing that. We'll, we'll bottle it and and sell it. No. Okay, so let's move on to what are you looking forward to in the next year? Mm, you're asking me. Yeah, I mean, as a you're coach, mm, is an acceptable answer, but you can add more if you'd like. <laughs> oh, okay. Um, what am I looking forward to this year? I'm looking forward to, I mean, one thing that comes up is we're going to Maine this summer for a family wedding. Yeah, uh, and never, I've never been. been. No. So excited to 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 see that. Not excited about the prospect of cross country travel, you know, 4 days, 3 4 days each way. Well, with the girls or we can fly. And equally not excited about flying. Um I just it's, not with the girls. I mean, of the two, we'll probably fly, but um looking forward to being there with family and and just experiencing a new place and a new adventure. With how many times we've traversed the U.S., like, I don't know why it feels intimidating to us, but it feels intimidating to get all the way to well, Maine. Well, it's a new place. It's I mean, we, we go back and forth to Toledo frequently. We go to Denver and Colorado Springs. We go to Nashville. Um, we even go out to Ocean City, New Jersey. And, you know, they're, they're known quantities. Yeah. You know, quantities. Entities, but yeah. Entities. Quantities. <laughs> Something tease. Tease. Mm, I want to get some new t-shirts. Mmm, tease. I love tea. Mmm, tea. Okay. <laughs> and even Before we our, derail on the mmm tea and, train. And even, and even when we went on our RV trip, we did California, all the way up to Seattle. You know, we did... Yellowstone, Mount Rushmore, all those new places. And that felt like invigorating to me. And mm -hmm. I'm sure it'll feel invigorating to go to Maine. And, you know, here's confession time. I have never eaten lobster in my whole life. <laughs> what? And Erica, who that's that's her, her turf. We're getting... Yeah. You know, that's her wedding. But anyway, she was like, oh, yeah, we eat lobster rolls all the time and stuff. And I'm like, that sounds so cool. Like, I'm going to eat a lobster <laughs> roll while I'm there. Yeah, we may not be into lobster rolls, but we sure get our fill of Tex-Mex. Yeah, yeah. I'm super excited about being back in the land of Tex-Mex. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I'm looking forward to that. I'm looking forward to... Uh, planning a guy's trip this summer as well. Um, actually looking at, at a potential adventure in the spring down to Big Bend National Park. Taking a yeah, week and taking some guys out on the trail to uh, just have a week of backpacking and brotherhood and... Coaching fun. A little bit of coaching fun too, yeah. <laughs> So I'm looking forward to adventures this year. I'm looking forward to um, looking forward to, to Caroline's third birthday. I, I, there's just something about this season that she's in, and the next few months. You mean graduating from the terrible twos? I'm 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 on that. That doesn't train. make any sense. <laughs> That's her quote now. Who did that just sound like? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> that doesn't make any sense. 
<laughs> she says it like 40 times a day. So, But she also said something who, that's seriously cute, and that is, Son of a booty cracker. She does say that, and that is hilarious. Yeah. It comes from my son of a nutcracker. From Elf. From Yeah, from the t- movie Elf. Yeah. What are you looking forward to this year, honey? Well, um, so I'm looking forward to some, I've kind of got a key word for the year that I've kind of keyed in on. And that word is pursuit. Pursuit. So, you know, you kind of set goals in the year or at the beginning of the year. And sometimes they sadly fall by the wayside, whatever. And I've just come to this place where, I've, you know, I've accepted who I am and I can get a lot done if I am focused and passionate on making that happen. You um, can get a lot done if you just choose to. Yeah. Like Danielle has this switch. And it's like she goes from like the as uh, the infamous lazy like tendencies as described by the college professor. Oh, yeah. To, like, like wow. she flips the switch, and all of a sudden, like, everything is done. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I just have to go into that mode. Um, so so I feel like this is a season of pursuit. Mm. Um, just with our, with our legendary marriage and um, legendary marriage academy, which we're developing and soon to release here. And... Um, I feel like just a lot of things with the kids and I don't know. I feel like there's a lot of things that I'm pursuing on a lot of fronts and I am not naive to the fact that some of it's going to fall off, but I feel like the really important stuff I am not going to let fall off. I'm going to be in pursuit of it. And, um, you know, uh, what do you think about goals, honey? Because uh, here's my opinion on goals, like New Year's well, resolutions. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Because you got to talk about your word for the year. Oh, you want to share your word? I want to share my word, okay, too. Okay, you share your word. But but you were talking about your word for the year. Is, is that what you're you're looking forward to? It's just yeah, the pursuit I'm of looking, I'm looking forward to okay. me being in that other mode that I'm fully capable of, but I don't always engage into. Yeah, what do you call that? Beast mode. Beast mode. It feels like there's a video game music that should be playing in the background when you say beast mode. The only video game I know how to play is Pac-Man, so I don't know that that's the... Well, I'm not sure. That I even know how to play that. Mm, Anyway, yeah. (laughs) So, of course, it's New Year's, and we're we're talking about goals. Uh, Oh, I was going to say my word for this year is convergence, and it just sounds like a funny word. You know, so many people have this idea of a word or a theme for the year, and it's like hope, peace, transmogrification. Nobody has that word. No, nobody does. But, but convergence, um, convergence sounds for a little me is just like, There's so much... <laughs> <laughs> there's so many pieces of my professional life that are coming together right now. Um, and my word kind of gets set back in October at the Waypoint Summit, which is Waypoint's this community that I'm a part of. And and uh, we start doing things then. Um, and so I'm already experiencing this as we're working on projects um, for Legendary Marriage, but also as I'm working with clients and, and uh, some consulting and contracting that I'm doing. Um, 
but I'm also experiencing it just even in my own quiet time in my in my inner world, just um, waking up to to the interconnectedness of of my life, of my journey, of my story. So I think of really convergence cool. like in a picture, like you know the Jurassic Park where there's like the ripple of water and it comes out. Yeah, I feel I feel like it's like the reverse. The convergence is like the circle of water coming into the drop. Yeah. 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 Um, it's like it, it all comes together. So happy convergence to you this year, honey. Happy pursuit, babe. All I right. hope I'm something that is one of your pursuits. So um, it is New Year's and we're talking about goals and and um, dreams and resolutions. And, you know, I, I got to be honest, when I, every year this time comes around and as a coach, I'm supposed to be all uh, thumbs up, big smile, like, yes, it's, let's talk about goals and making life better and reaching for the stars and everything. And just in my personal life, I, I've had, I'm 41 years old. I've faced a lot of new years. Uh-huh. Yeah. And, um, I've had the experience of, I'm going to do this, darn it. I'm going after this. This is my resolution and blah, blah, blah. And, you know, a few days or weeks or months later, I don't even remember what it was. Sure. They say less than 8% of people can even name their resolution by the end of February. Uh, Um, yeah. So I'm a little cynical about it, a little jaded um, uh, personally. Yes. And it was, it was, it's been, it's been a challenge to, to be rah, rah for my clients when personally I've had some, some unfulfilling resolutions in my life until I kind of came to this, a different understanding of how I wanted to engage it. Yeah. Um, so uh, I don't know. Do you want me to go into that at this point or? You know what? I'm just thinking about that word resolution in you're like resolved to do something. Yeah. Is that kind of sounds to me like the resolved is like, well, there's nothing else better to do. So I guess I'll resolve to lose 10 pounds or yeah, whatever. Resolved, like resolved or like resolution is it, you've re- brought something to resolution. Like it's completed already. Yeah, I just the word the word itself doesn't really resonate with me, the yeah. word resolution. Like for me, a new year's resolution, I don't usually make them. Um because I don't waste the air because I know it's just a fart in the wind. <laughs> unless <laughs> unless it's really got some teeth behind it. Oh, I love it when you make fart jokes, honey. I know. Um, but really just the, um, unless I have like that, what, what we call in our coaching, the deep immovable yes. And that yeah. just means you're so fired up about um, what that can give you that there's no turning back. Like yeah. instead of saying like, I want to lose 10 pounds or whatever it is. Like if I have that fire in my belly about the fact that like, I need to be in my tippy toppiest shape of my life because I am a mom and I need to have energy for my little ones. And, um, I'm building a, 
I'm building a new business and, you know, I I just need to be at the top of my game energy wise, confidence wise. Like if I am at that place where it's like, there's no other choice, but to lose that 10 pounds, then I will speak it out. And when I speak it out, I just mean, I'm going to state, this is my new year's resolution and I am going to do it. Gosh, darn it. Yeah. Um, but otherwise I'm not wasting my breath. Uh, yes. And I, I want to say, I, I encourage people to, to move from need to want, or at least start there. It, it, the need for me tends to go back to an obligatory kind of a thing. Yeah. which tends to go back underneath that. If I start drilling down, it comes to often to a shame response. Mm. I look in the mirror and I see my gut hanging over my, and I'm talking about myself. Sure. Uh, I look in the mirror and I see my gut hanging over my belt and I am ashamed. Change this. Right. Shame is a lousy motivator. Um, I look in the mirror and I think I'm going to have a heart attack and die if I don't do this. Fear is a lousy motivator. It, it'll get you started, but it'll never get you, get you finished. Yeah. Um, and so I always want to start with, with the, the deeper core desire. Like what is it going to give you to be 10 pounds lighter or, you know, whatever the, the goal is? What is the, the thing that you want going to give you? Give your heart, give your life. Um, and, and the other piece that I hear a lot of guys do particularly, um, because I work with men, they, they start out from a place of contempt. Like bleep, 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 bleep. Dang it. I am, I'm going to get my bleep together this year. They got a lot of bleeps there. Well, I give people permission to use their whatever language they need sometimes. Sure. Um, but th- th- starting from that place of like, I hate this about myself and mm. I'm going to change it is essentially what we're saying. And bringing contempt against yourself is never useful. It's never a good place to start to build something from. It's never a good foundation. So um, you talk about like things like fear and doubt, anger and shame these are not good places to start from. I will, I will guarantee you your resolution, your goal, your intention will fail if you start out from one of these places. So I, my challenge to you as a listener would be to just find whatever you're going after. It's not losing 10 pounds. It's I want to be strong. I want to be confident. I want to have energy. Um, I want to engage with my kids and play in the yard and, um, I want to go on, you know, trips and I want to bring my full self to everything I do. And I can't do that if I'm eating crap all the time. Mm -hmm. And, you know, my, you know, oh my gosh, I hate it when I go to buckle myself in my stupid seat belt and I have to adjust myself into the seat because I have that extra weight. You know what I'm talking about. I have no idea what you're talking about, honey. Are you serious with me right now? I would, I would, I've never, I, I'm, I'm, I, there's, there's no safe answer for me here. uh, I'm talking about you. I'm not talking about you're noticing me. (laughs) 
have you ever had to? Man, all of a sudden I'm like, oh, I, uh, uh, what's our safe word? Pineapple, honey. You know what our safe word is. Um, don't tell our listeners like you don't know what our safe word is. I know. No, but here's my question for you. Um, we as a couple have kind of decided that this Mm -hmm. 2016 we're going to leave some stuff behind 2016 and we're not going to bring it into 2017. Yeah. And so really quick, let me let me just kind of like really quick walk through the the kind of process that we go through. We just look at the past year and go, where have we been? What's good, bad and ugly about it? What do we want to move forward into? What do we want to create this year? And what do we want to leave behind? And then we create goals from those desires. Sure. And we as a couple had decided that we were we were kind of having enough of fear and doubt and contempt. And so we were going to leave those in 2016 and not bring them into the new year. But what if we do? I'd hate that. You're not going to bring contempt for yourself, <laughs> honey. Think you could slip that by me for real? But what if we do? Sorry. Anyway, this is really serious stuff, and I shouldn't be making jokes. No, but um, yeah, so I want to challenge our listeners to rewind the year, see what what learnings they want to take forward, what they're excited to bring into 2017, and what they want to leave behind. Yeah. And so I'd also challenge them, kind of like we did that activity. It was more of just like a prayer and reflection type of activity, but... Um, what are you feeling is your word for this year? Justin's was convergence. Convergence. Mine is pursuit. You can feel free to ch- steal ours if you're needing a word, but I'm loving that um, um, that idea of just having that focus yeah. for the year. And so I challenge you as our listeners to do the same. Sure. Sure. So... You know, uh, again, and then and then just kind of take it, whether it's your fitness plan or your budget or your, you know, we want to have a game night once a week with the kids as a goal or whatever the goals are. Take them and and take it to prayer, like actually submit it to to God and consecrate your year. I love it. Bring bring. um Bring it to prayer in a way that says, hey, this is this is what we think we want, God. Uh, you know, we're going to trust that you've put these desires on our hearts because they're they're good. I'm assuming that the things that you're setting goals and desires around are good things. Of course. We have awesome listeners, honey. Sure. Um, and then consecrate it. Just say, hey, we give this this year to you. We give this, you know, these goals to you and our family and and our livelihood and our home and um and we just we invite your best into our life um it doesn't have to be a a big production number um but we just encourage you to to create a way of consecrating your year well thanks for starting off the new year with us Happy yeah. New Year, honey. Happy New Year. You know, we've got some really cool stuff coming this year. Yeah. Some great episodes of the show that we've already recorded. Uh-huh. And some really, really cool stuff that's that uh, we're getting lined up for you. Um, man, we just, we're just so grateful 
to, to be able to do this, to share our journey and our story with you every week or so. And, um, we hope you keep tuning in and, and, uh, sending us your feedback. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review the show on iTunes so that other couples can find us and we know how we're doing. Happy new year. Hey, thanks for listening to this episode of the Legendary Marriage Podcast. We're thrilled to have you with us on the adventure. This is Danielle and Justin reminding you, don't settle for an ordinary marriage. Make yours legendary. Legendary.